Hey, good afternoon, y'all. Uh, welcome to, uh, right now it's officially called, uh, uh, Socialist Talking. Uh, but I'm, uh, transitioning this into, um, uh, talking MMT, but more of a financial, uh, commentary and reading off, like, reports, of, uh, like, uh, uh, pretty much regulatory reports, um, websites. Anyway. So, uh, three banks outstanding under CRA. One needs to improve. Uh, one needs to improve in latest FDIC evaluations. Uh, there are 56 banks that have received the Community Reinvestment Act evaluation ratings in February. One of the bank deposit insurance uh, agencies were deemed uh, outstanding. While one was flagged, needs to improve according to the information released uh, yesterday, no, Tuesday, excuse me. Uh, related out, uh, rates are rated outside in February under the anti-redlining status statute were Bank of the West, uh, San Francisco, uh, Medallion Bank, Salt Lake City, and West Bank of Salt Lake City. A couple of Salt Lake cities. Um, the agency rated Farmers and Merchant Bank, uh, Extel, Nev, uh, I guess Nebraska, as uh, needed to improve, as needs to improve, excuse me. The Federal Deposit Insurance Corp, uh, or FDIC, report shows the remaining 52 institutes rated in February were deemed to be satisfactory. The CRA is a 1977 law intended to encourage insured banks and thrifts to meet local credit needs, including those of low and moderate income neighborhoods, consistent with safe and sound operations. One of, one of their four ratings may be assigned in a CRA evaluation outstanding satisfactory needs to improve and substandard, uh, substantial non-compliance. The FDIC say, say it makes a consolidated link, list of all state non-member banks receiving thing, uh, their, sorry, their CRA evaluations since uh, the 1st of January of 90, with ratings for each bank available in hard copy. The information is also searchable online each bank rated rated for CRA is also required to make its valuation available online uh, upon request. And noted. Let's see another one. Uh, this one's kind of cool. Uh, first Federal Credit Union chartered chartered excuse me in 2021 will serve local Islamic community in New Jersey. A new federal credit union charter chartered late last month in Tendall Park, New Jersey, to serve a local Islamic community with offer will offer its members non-interest bearing consumer loans, among other services. The federal credit union regulator announced Wednesday, uh, Mountain Federal Credit Union or FCU will be an Islamic-based, uh, faith-based. No interest credit union whose not-for-profit cooperative business model will fill and will fill a need for affordable, federally insured financial services among members of its community. The National Credit Union Administration, or NCUA, said in a release, the credit union will serve employees, 
and members of the New Brunswick Islamic Center in New Brunswick, New Jersey, and employees are members of the Islamic Society of Central Jersey to, Man to Monmouth Junction, New Jersey. The first federal credit union chartered in 2021, Mount FCU, uh, whose charter became effective April 26, expects to open in June, the NCUA said. Mount, uh, M-A-U-N, to be precise, FCU has a monitoring agreement with Jafari No, no Interest Credit Union, a federally insured state-charted credit union in Houston, Texas, which has a similar no-interest-based uh, fee-based business model. The NCUA said the agency said that the Jafari provided assistance with the with the business plan and policy and policy development during uh, Moan's char charter application process. The NCU noted that during its first year of operations, Moan, uh, I guess, uh, will focus on non-interest-bearing consumer loans and offer its uh, membership share savings accounts, direct deposit, ACH transfers, wire transfer services, and notary services. The organizers of Mayun uh, Federal Credit Union have worked hard to make this day possible, NCUA Chairman Todd M. Harper said in, said in Wednesday's release. Appro um, appropriately enough, Mayu means small kindness, which is an apt way of describing a credit union's mission. The organizers recognize the unmet need for financial services in their community and set about to create a solution through the credit union cooperative business model. Tailored specifically for the for their members, uh, they are pleased that they were able to do to help them fulfill their vision. Okay, so on to the next one. Um, this uh, these were dated for today, so there you go. Uh, Fed proposes guidelines for considering access request to payment services from non so uh, from novel types of financial uh, institutions. Proposed guidelines to evaluate the request for accounts and payment services at Federal Reserve banks presented by novel types of banking institutions attempted to leverage new and emerging technologies and techniques were released for public comment Wednesday by the Federal Reserve. The proposed account access guidelines, which have a 60-day comment period, outline six principles for the Reserve Banks to consider when weighing a request. Generally, the principles require the requesting entity to be eligible to receive Fed services and cannot present undue risk to the Fed system or the financial system at large. In a release, the Fed asserted that new financial products and delivery mechanisms for traditional banking services have been introduced in recent years, notably leveraging emerging technologies, including, uh, including from institutions with novel types of banking charters designed to support each innovation. The Fed said that some of the new institutions uh, to facilitate financial production and delivery have requested access to payment system offered by Federal Reserve Banks to help achieve the goal of applying a transparent and consistent process for all access requests, 
as well as concerning the ramifications for the broader financial system. The broader is proposing the broad is proposing account sorry, board not sound right the way I said it the first two times. Board is proposing a, uh, account access guidelines for the reserve banks to evaluate such requests, the Fed said. These guidelines take into account the board's legal authority. It reflects an analyst analyst analysis uh, of his uh, analysis there we go analysis of its uh, policy goals and I think I'll learn how to read by now anyway Governor Lel uh, Brainyard Brainyard okay in release said the proposed guidelines would ensure that requests for access to his payments system from novel institutions are evaluated in a consistent and transparent manner that promotes a safe, efficient, inclusive, and innovative payment system, consumer protection, and the safety and soundness of the banking system. The guidelines, according to the proposal, uh, uh, contain six principles designed to support consistency to approach and decision-making uh, making across Federal Reserve Banks, but also give the banks the discretionary authority to grant or deny requests. The first principle, the Fed said, specifies that only institutions that are legally eligible for accounts and services are in scope. That is, it must be eligible to maintain an account at a reserve bank that should have a well-founded, clear, transparent, and enforceable legal basis for its operations. The remaining five principles the Fed added are designed to address specific risks ranging from narrow risks such as risk to an individual reserve bank to broader risks uh, such as risk to the U.S. financial system. The Board is considering whether, to it, whether it may in the future be useful to clarify the interpretation of legal eligibility under the Federal Reserve Act for a Federal Reserve Account and Services, the proposal stated. states. More specifically, those five remaining principles for provisioning an account and service to an institution should not present or create under credit operational settlements, cyber or other risk to the reserve bank. Present or create undue credit liquidity and operational settlement, cyber or other um, risk to the overall payment system. Create undue risk to the stability of the U.S. financial system. Credit undue risk to the overall uh, economy by facilitating uh, activities such as money laundering, terrorism financing, fraud, cyber crimes, or other illicit activity. Adversarially um, affect adversely. There we go. Affect the uh, the Federal Reserve's ability to implement monetary policy. Let's see, um, hmm. I know that's 2008, okay, I'm, I'm just looking for other news from the same website, Let's see if I can find any, okay, so let's see, CFPB, let's see if there's anything there, okay, yeah. Uh, let's see, I think that this story goes kind of go, goes with um, 
I was talking about yesterday in regards to uh, landlords and other things. Barrow says reports on minority mortgage delinquencies and forbearance and complaints indicate trouble due to pandemic. Black and Hispanic mortgages mortgage borrowers are much more likely to be delinquent or in forbearance program than white borrowers, and overall complaints about mortgages have increased to the highest level in three years, the Federal Consumer Financial Protection Agency said Tuesday. The Consumer Financial Protection Bureau asserted that two reports it is uh, issuing indicates that more work needs to be done to help mortgage borrowers as they cope with the financial impact of the coronavirus crisis. In the first report on characteristics of mortgage borrowers during the pandemic, the Bureau said its research found that borrowers and forbearance or delinquent are disproportionately black and Hispanic. For example, 33% of borrowers and forbearance and 27% of delinquent borrowers are black or Hispanic, while only 18% of the total population of mortgages Mortgage bar- uh, borrowers are black or Hispanic. The borrowers said in release. The borrowers <laughs> said in release, not borrower. Loans in forbearance are delinquency, which are uh, or delinquency, which are significantly, yes, yeah, significantly more common in low-income com- communities than those of color, as defined by consensus tracts, are disproportionately likely to have high loan to Bayou or LTV and limit equity, leaving them vulnerable to being underwater, the borough said. For example, half of all loans and forbearance have an LTV greater than 60% compared to only 3% of current value, uh, current loans, uh, 34% current loans, yeah. Uh, borrowers who are being on, who are behind on their payments boot, but not in forbearance are more likely more than five times is likely to have uh, an LTV greater than 95% than borrowers who are currently under their payments, Borough said. <clears throat> the second report, uh, a borough complaint bulletin, shows that in March 2021, consumers have submitted more mortgages mortgage complaints than any other amount, uh, month since uh, 2018. The borough said mortgage complaints mentioned for barons or related terms have also reached their highest monthly average since March and April of 2020. The, the CFBP or CFPB reported and the number of borrowers, borrowers who reported who report they are struggling to make their payments is also trending upwards. The report also lists problems consumers uh, problems consumers and forbearance are having getting help they need. The agency said these problems include services not providing clear and accurate information to consumers about their options and delays and denials of loan modifications. Well, there you have it. That's the um, report from uh, pretty much uh, regreport.info. Um, now, earlier I did a, uh, my usual uh, live stream where I did... Uh, up until today, I was um, um, promoting the Tusk of uh, the UK, which is basically uh, is Trade Union Socialist Coalition, which is basically a coalition of like four or five different organizations together. Um, they're going in, through a um, election tomorrow night. Um, yeah, tomorrow night. 
uh, and they are going for 330 plus uh, small community or I think two uh, for mayor and at least a couple at least one for a uh, for a Scottish um, for Scottish Parliament anyway that's what I was doing earlier uh, one of the things I was looking at uh, as far as doing this was uh, what the business community is doing and uh, what Janet Yellen has had to do she she herself ha has gone on record by saying there are over seven trillion dollars in taxes that ha that have not been taxed yet which means seven trillion dollars are in what they would call um, the debt which in reality is Warren Moser and what I've been trying to do and uh, Mike uh, Norman and other people, Stephanie Kelton being another person, have been trying to explain it, is that the debt is basically just taxes that have not been taxed out of the um, economy. They're in treasury bonds. They're like in uh, they're in uh, high yielding um, uh, uh, savings accounts in the Federal Reserve. Uh, that sort of thing. If they're taxed out. Uh, I want to see if that supposed clock goes down seven trillion. Uh, but is it likely? Not so much. I don't see any politician currently being fed money through uh, campaign contributions, voting on the bill to basically tax seven trillion dollars out of the people that pay them. I just don't see that happening. So what I do see is um, they're going to have to do some very big targeted taxing, which means they're going to have to do some taxing on uh, expensive uh, exports, uh, expensive um, <clears throat> imports, uh, basically taxing what the rich usually go for, arts, um, goods and services abroad. And actually, I think that's why Janet Yellen is rightly trying to get a global tax, which would be a minimum uh, sort of thing that also would uh, keep big employers like Amazon, like a Microsoft, like a, you know, pretty much any uh, company that is used to uh, sending their jobs uh, to different countries because of, you know, low taxes and low, uh, and low um, wages. Um, if they were able to... Uh, tax them at a at a at a uh, uh, equal rate as they do here, then the likely chance of them actually leaving with their jobs is unlikely because here there's a better possibility of the United States government uh, to take down those taxes. So it's kind of reverse taxation. They're trying to keep the jobs here, regardless of that, as far as I can see, anyway. Um, and also, uh, that's a good way of getting money out of uh, the economy and bringing down uh, that supposed deficit, you know, that sort of thing. Anyway, and there also, uh, Janet Yellen effed up and, and said that we may have to uh, raise interest rates. One, she's not in charge of doing the interest rates. She's in charge of the Treasury, not the, not the Federal Reserve. Secondly, uh, every single person on the board voted uh, for uh, maybe a tax, maybe an interest rate hike in a, a few years. 
but that's only if the interest rates or the inflation rate goes past two percent. They're trying to they're trying to get past two percent in order to justify bringing it down to one I think one percent or uh, one point seven I think it was. I could be wrong about that. Um, not the, I mean the percentage part, not the uh, overall uh, what they're trying to do. Uh, they I, this is where I think. MMT has won the argument on this point because uh, every single time I hear uh, uh, Jerome Powell, every single time I hear someone who works for the actual Fed, not just for a bank, uh, they keep talking about maximum employment um, with uh, Biden trying to do uh, this um, this uh, jobs bill that the two and two, it's, yes, uh, and as far as I know about if the government starts hiring uh, subcontractors at a set price, that tells me that that set price is going to be pretty much... Now, that's where the trickle-down portion comes into different states. Because those contracts will also be going to those different states. It won't be crowding on anybody, and, uh, unlike what most, most economists are saying. Uh, it will actually bring more competitiveness to the market. Because... Uh, Unless different part of the United States has this as their their monopoly, regardless of their business model, uh, that's what's going to bring more businesses into the industry, creating more competitiveness. And so I mean that's the only reason why I'm thinking that it's going to be a, it would be a good idea for the fifteen dollar minimum wage to be the base minimum wage for uh, subcontractors as far as you know uh, doing these green jobs, the beginning of those anyways, and that will create more loans, create more jobs, creating more justification for a uh, bigger minimum wage. Um, I, me, I'm on Social Security, so from what I can tell, the possibility, because the gas prices going up, uh, the possibility of cola going up for next year is an extreme possibility, uh, which means we, we will go from 1.3%, I think it was, to a total of three percent even, which would give me a thirty-nine dollar boost, but also mean that um, that Medicare would be taking thirty-nine dollars, so that that would just even it out as far as that part goes. Anyway, if you like what you hear uh, today, or anywhere on my anchor, uh, become a ninety cent a month subscriber. Uh, it, this changes all the time, but the content is going to continue on, whether it's just plain. Socialist talking or MMT or financial information that I read off and then my and then my commentary either way You're getting quality content And you're also getting quality content on my YouTube channel, which you go to youtube.com slash C slash green and uh, Socialist party uh, news. I believe it is. I'll put the link in the uh, subscri- uh, description below Anyways, thanks for listening um, I'll be on tomorrow and uh, if you're in the UK and you're listening to this, thank you for listening. But also, boat, you, uh, boat Tusk, Tusk in the UK. Thank you. Peace out for now. Wear those masks if you're outside.